I think we should spend the next 20 minutes making wild accusations and slander <laughs> people by name. I just think I think it's the biblical thing to do. I have a list of names there you go. that I plan. <laughs> All right, so back at again, Tales from the Ditch in uh, 2021, uh, post-apocalypse, lamest apocalypse ever. I am Seth, and I'm joined again by uh, Sean Moss, a prolific uh, author, and uh, we have a guest today. Um, We haven't been doing a ton of episodes because... We haven't wanted to, but uh, <laughs> this is one I'm actually excited about. We wanted to do um, Mr. Anthony Crosby from Elko. Anthony, how the hell you doing? Oh, hey, what's up, guys? I am doing good. Just got the kids to bed. It is nice and quiet here. My favorite part of the day, so I am all good on this side. Are you a beer guy, scotch, wine? Do you not drink or... I so my big thing is uh rum and coke. I'm a big rum and coke guy. But I uh I'm all I'm fresh out of that. But I had a buddy over and he wanted to try some Bud Light seltzer and never had that before and he left that here when he left and that's all I have. So I was sipping on it and uh definitely no rum and coke, I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> it, it it sounds as much as yeah, it sounds exactly how I thought it would sound, but <laughs> yeah, 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 it tastes exactly how it sounds. So that's just what I have to work with tonight. But that's on me for not going to the store. Got to just take it and deal with it. We uh, were having Anthony on um, because he actually has a pretty cool story, which we'll get into. And also, we're trying to start this year off um, semi right. Hopefully, it's not the dumpster fire that last year was. Uh, Sean and I's favorite pub got shut down. Keel, um, just a lot of nonsense. So Anthony has a pretty cool story, but um, I wasn't sure. Sean, was there anything, any updates or things you wanted to talk about? The millions of copies of your book you've sold, or what? Oh, uh, I don't really have anything new to report. Just, uh, just living the life of a published famous author been signing books my wrist is sore from signing books from signing books fives of books at yeah, least five, at least five. <laughs> and uh it's been great but that's all i have to report you have a five-star review on goodreads i do <laughs> i do i have uh five stars on amazon as well oh do you yeah all one reviews said that it was a five-star book <laughs> so it's been good it's it's been interesting anthony because yeah sean and i have been he actually inspired me he started writing his book a while ago and then I yeah. thought, well, shoot, all right. So his is a different subject matter than mine, a different uh, <laughs> genre. Uh, but yeah, it's it's pretty sure. good. For those who haven't heard, it's An- Anhedonia and the Orion Sound. It's out now by S.A. Moss. Um, but uh, did you want to ask the first question or me, Sean? Why don't you, you take it away? You want me to lead into it? Are yeah. you ready, Anthony? I'm ready. Let's do it. For you a hard-hitting your, interview. You got your Bud Light seltzer yeah. cracked open. I got my seltzer. I'm all good. Let's dive on in. <laughs> Side note, I saw this ad for uh, taking pictures. <laughs> I think it was Google Photo. And they okay. used Nickelback where he says, look at this photograph. 
And I have never, I was so mad because it was the first ad commercial I saw in 2021. I was like, can I not Uh, escape misery? uh, Just bane of my existence. (laughs) Um, But anyway, so 2020, um, you have, uh, how many kids do you have, Anthony? I have three. I have two daughters of my own, and then I have my stepdaughter. Stepdaughter. So you're a dad with three kids. 2020 yes, was rough, to say the least, for most oh, people. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. We had, Sean and I have talked about, I mean, even here in Reno, uh, City Hall was mm-hmm. lit on fire at one point. There was a <laughs> riot. Uh, so you have racial injustice, unrest. Yep. Uh, there was... The wonderful political atmosphere that wasn't divisive at all. Uh, no one was <laughs> no. bitter and mad. A freaking plague <laughs> came. For you, how did, yeah. just to kind of set up the story, how did 2020 mm-hmm. kind of start? Where were you at in the middle of it? How did it start looking for you and your family? Just kind of set us up how 2020 started to kind of yeah. lead up towards uh, the good stuff. So 2020 uh, started pretty much almost instantly with like a giant slap in the face to where I guess I should have known at that moment that, okay, this year is going to be a real pain in the butt year. Uh, and this was actually about a year ago, maybe we're about a week uh, removed from it. Uh, but this was back in January, 2020 because 2019 for me, was like a great year. Okay. Uh, so to, for some context, I run like a little blogging media business here in Elko that's like indep- independently produced. And it's just me going around kind of sharing uh, human interest pieces here in the community. And uh, nobody had ever really done that before here in Elko. So I started that about three years ago. And I say it probably took about a year and a half for it really to catch on and people to understand what exactly I was doing because Elko easiest way to kind of think of it if you've never been here. I love the community, but uh, anybody who lives here will tell you we're probably about two or three years behind most other places when it comes to cultural aspects. So concepts like blogging and podcasting and vlogging and all that sort of stuff. Like people know, but like for you to show up and be like, hey, can I interview you for my blog? They kind of give you some weird looks and like blog, like not newspaper blog. And so you kind of have to establish yourself there. So I did that for a few years. And then the third year, 2019, uh, actually that would have been the second year, second year, 2019. Fantastic. I was able to, to uh, secure an awesome business partner that uh, I would advertise for on my content. And we had like a great relationship. Uh, so 2019 was fantastic. So sliding into 2020, uh, still had that attitude, like, all right, we're just going to make things bigger and better and had all this, these plans and all this vision. And I went to, uh, the business that I was partnered with. They were like a big hotel chain here in town. And, uh, we were shooting like a pizza video for them or something like that. That was set to come out. And, uh, the lady, the manager, the operations manager of the hotel, like the person right down from the owner when it comes to the chain of command, uh, I just see her walking by with a bunch of boxes. And uh, I'm like, oh, hey, like, do you need help? Like carrying those boxes to your car or whatever? Just, you know, didn't really think about it. And uh, she was super normal. They didn't, you know, give any signs of anything wrong. And she's like, no, it's fine. So she took the boxes out to her car 
and uh, her assistant manager looked over or came over, motioned me to come talk to her. She had tears in her eyes, and uh, she was like, hey, Anthony, uh, just to let you know, she actually just got let go by the owners. Uh, she got fired. And uh, I was like, wait, what? The, what, what? And because uh, the hotel itself, uh, they were actually, they were a chain. They wanted to become an independent hotel. So they were going through the uh, the changes, their proper channels to make that happen. Uh, with, you know, copywriting and everything like that. They were just going to get out of their, their brand name, become an independent hotel here in Elko. So I guess with those type of changes meant personnel changes. And the okay. person who really supported what I was doing and uh, allowed me to like form that good partnership. She was let go. And one afternoon I randomly just showed up and found that out. And ever since that happened, it was basically a lot of downhill stuff going on from there. And that was even before COVID as before pandemic as before a lot of other stuff that was just two weeks into the year. Uh, the person I, I had a good business relationship with was now gone and Jeez. new people came in and stuff started getting crazy. So yeah, yeah. Almost right off the bat, I, I knew 2020 was going to be a ride. <laughs> so Elko's a few years behind. So I assume Ace of Base is still popular there. Yeah. Still oh it. yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like basically like Facebook, Facebook's still like the biggest social media platform here. Uh, people are still slowly figuring out. Uh, other forms of <laughs> social interaction, but you know, that's just how it is. And so like, it takes a lot of patience because again, if you want to, well, what's cool though about Elko is if you do have like an idea that maybe in a bigger city, uh, you're like, Oh, this is cool. But you know, it's kind of saturated. Uh, a lot of other people are doing it, you know, whatever you can most likely come to Elko and there's not odds are if it's not, cowboy stuff and mining stuff uh nobody else is probably doing it so if you have that type of yeah. ambition and corner on the market personality yeah exactly i was exactly. gonna say yeah just to yep. just to put elko into context for our <laughs> listeners who might not yep. be from nevada all okay one yeah. or two of them um <laughs> we live in Reno, which is on the west side yeah. of Nevada, which is really close to the yep. California border. So we have a lot of that yep. culture and hella stuff close. coming over, hella stuff coming over from Sacramento and San Francisco. Yeah. Uh, Elko's on the other side of the state, on the east side of the state, mm -hmm. closer to Utah. Yep. And so they have all that Utah. <laughs> culture <laughs> are they are they affected by utah no actually it, it, i feel like tell Utah's me if I'm wrong. not even affected by utah yeah tell me if i'm wrong but i think maybe elko has more effect on utah than utah has on elko <laughs> what would you say yeah Anthony? i can see that yeah i can because the thing about elko is like it's really hard for anybody to come in here and have a type of any type of effect because elko is so elko and so like this is our community this is how things are and if you're an outsider, you honestly, it really takes, again, for me, I lived, I, so this summer I'll have lived here for 10 years and it probably took a good, you know, three, four years before I was quote unquote, like welcomed and accepted in the community to now where I can go anywhere and be like, Oh, hey, Anthony, whatever. But if you think, Oh, I'm just going to move to Elko, buy a house and start a business and do all this stuff. And I'll just figure it out when I get there. 
yeah, a lot of times people who have that mindset are in for kind of a rude awakening because you kind of have to be in before you're actually in. Yeah, it's got a very small town, like people protect each other. I took a train there once and yelled Bernie Sanders when I arrived. (laughs) I got pistol whipped. (laughs) I somehow woke up with a Trump shirt and a flag. I don't know what happened. But (laughs) what? All right. So to set up something, because this is the question I've been asking a lot of people who are independent contractors, Mm. businessmen, bloggers, April rolls around and you have the Mm -hmm. governor, you know, making some statements, some rules are coming out. Suddenly everyone's supposed to wear a mask. Suddenly schools are closing down. What did April and the shutdown look like for you? It was very, very scary because I, uh, after I, everything happened with my uh, business partner back in January, I was able to form some business relationships with other businesses in town and gain sponsorships. And it was more slowly but surely, but it was able to happen. But once that bomb dropped, Everybody, I think collectively, not even just here, like obviously everywhere kind of went into this fear and this panic and this, uh, retreating when, within, uh, oneself and one business and be like, okay, like I need to figure out what this even looks like for me. So working with other businesses and, uh, especially things like me, like I obviously you could say like my thing is advertising. I guess you could put me in that category. So. Uh, expenses like that, like we're gonna, those are gonna be the first things we're gonna cut when it comes to our budget because our doors could be shut or we're gonna re-redo all these different things. People went into that mode. And so obviously that trickled down to me to where I was like, oh shoot, like I just sent out 50 emails to all these different businesses, uh, looking to set up meetings and, uh, odds are I'm probably not gonna get, uh, many of those meetings because, uh, people are pretty scared right now. Jeez. And so there was that. And then you mentioned the school thing because, uh, that was, uh, yeah, that was towards the end of that semester of school. So we still had that rhythm going on. Uh, my kids went dance class and we were just doing the whole, you know, pre 2020 lifestyle. Of, all right. We got to go here. We got to pick up, drop off. So once all that also took into effect. Uh, their mom, she works at a traditional, uh, nine to five job in an office. And so since I work for myself, I just uh, took on the role of basically stay at home dad. So I had to quickly figure out, okay, how am I going to keep my business going? And how am I going to deal with having all these kids home who need to do all their schooling within a matter of a weekend? Did, did your, sorry, was, did your business have a name? What's the name of your business back then? Oh, sorry. Yes. Anthony around town is the name of the website. All right. And, and currently you have uh, a popular YouTube channel by same name. Yes. Yes. Same name. And I'm sure we'll probably get into this a little bit later, but yeah, that's kind of been rebranded into to something a little bit different, but yeah, same name. Okay. So your walk me through this. Cause for those who don't know, so Anthony Crosby is a guy I've respected for years. Like before I was a Christian, <laughs> him and his friends, Talking about Jesus, I'm like, shut the hell up with the Jesus stuff. Just <laughs> hit, uh, Nathan Hartley, uh, yep. the divine thing. All these people were the ones when I'm oh, yeah. being an idiot, going around punching people, knew about <laughs> Jesus. So I want to know, just as your friend, what's going sure. through your head as you're like, man, I went from cloud nine, I'm doing all this, to 
stay at home dad, the future, I know for me, the future seemed uncertain because we didn't know what this virus is. Mm -hmm. I've, I've never lived in a time when school was shut down for months. I've never experienced that. My kids didn't. Yep. What was going through your head in that time frame of like, cause you're a believer too. So you're going, God, what are you doing? So what was that in that season of being stay at home dad? What was that like, man? Like what? Cause I just even, yeah. just even me, like most of my stuff was pretty secure. And even with me though, sure. I was like, Oh, I just lost all my overtime. And that was a, this chunk of money. Okay. We're cutting back. Oh, we lost this income now. Oh, okay. And like, and we were still okay. But it's like to put in perspective, mm -hmm. I got enough OT every year that that was what I counted okay. on for like bills. I mean, mortgage, stuff like that with you. What's going through your head this time? You're like, okay, I'm a believer, but I'm in this crazy pandemic. I mean, what were the thoughts in your head? So it's crazy because I'd say probably like 98, 99% of the people out there, quote unquote, normal people out there's mindset would probably go to a a lot of fear, a lot of questioning God, a lot of all that stuff. But for me, I honestly I just realized this when you asked that question. I went to the exact opposite. I went to, because I'm obviously a believer. I have like a very positive outlook on life just because of my faith and all that. So I took a step back and I was like, oh, well, since maybe I have a little extra time, if you will, uh, maybe this is God, maybe this is God's way of... Uh, opening some doors for me to go even bigger with my business where most people are like constricting things oh, out wow. of fear. I'm like, Hey, I'm going to use this opportunity to expand. So I started looking at like small business loans and looking at going. So right now, like I'm like, I have like a sole proprietor in, independent operation, but I was looking to partner with a friend and turn it into a full fledged media company, LLC and bring on other content creators and basically make this whole little uh, Apple Corp, mini Apple Corporation here in Elko. And uh, I was, it was fun for a while because I had that, just, you know, that mindset of like, hey, let me use this time to really look at things and, and make some big next steps. Because it was a lot of stuff I always talked about, but, you know, the pre-2020 life of driving here, meeting here, pick up kids here, dance class there, always just left it at talk. But again, I'm like, okay, maybe this is the time I walk the walk. And so, yeah, ever since that happened, probably April, May. So that whole summer I used to, to do exactly that. I went and uh, found somebody who I thought would be a good business partner. And I started looking at loans and I started looking at office space and I started talking to other people about uh, coming in and, and doing content for me. And I even talked to a couple of people who would design like our merch that we would sell. Like I had this whole big vision and I wow. just went for it. Uh, but <laughs> the end of the summer was when I really like hit the lowest of the low because um, all of my stuff was good. All of my ducks were in a row. I had my business plan. I had my credit. I had, you know, my assets and all that. Uh, but unfortunately the person I, I partnered with, um, in the business itself, uh, he really didn't have, uh, as much, uh, security, uh, lined up as he may have led people to believe. So when background checks and credit checks and financial checks started happening, uh, just a bunch of stuff came out and I was oh, like, Oh, goodness. I had no idea about that. 
Uh, but then I found some other, I thought I found some other people locally who would help. And that just turned out to be just a lot of talk. And so, to- so beginning of it, I was like stoked. Let's just go. We're going to start a company. But, uh, August, the end of August, I, I just tell people I spent a lot of time just sitting on my back porch because basically the whole entire summer, everything I, I had envisioned, everything I wanted to do, uh, was just being shot down. Just would it work? I heard more no's that summer than I had ever heard in my life. And, uh, yeah, there's one point to be real and I have no problem talking about this, uh, that I, didn't know how I was going to pay my rent one month. And the one person, not the same person who I originally started with, but another person who I thought was going to come in and, and provide some assistance. I just honestly, out of like some desperation, I called them and was like, Hey, like, what can we do? Can we do anything? Cause this person promised, Oh, well, we maybe can't do a hundred thousand dollar business loan, but maybe we could do like a $20,000 just startup thing. And that just kind of went down from there where again I called them and I was like hey like look my rent's due in a few days I don't even know how I'm going to take care of that what does that look like and their answer was like well I just uh, I think the law now is like uh, landlords aren't allowed to like evict you if you can't pay your rent so I think you should be good but good luck Anthony talk to you later bye and that was that was the end of that conversation and so after that I was like okay this is where I'm really feeling the, the doubts. This is where I'm feeling the insecurity. This is where I'm feeling the fear. Uh, I had went all in on this and, you know, it just uh, kind of blew up in my face. God, what in the world are you? And then that's when I really started looking at other people's situations. You know, other people were uh, hurting and fearful just as much as me. So that summer was a very, very, very rough, very, very dark time uh, for me. So that was uh what Not a lot the, of fun. <laughs> what was the time frame? The end of summer, like July, mm-hmm. August ish. Uh, I, I first was August. August was like when everything came out, and I was like, every option that I had on the table just wouldn't work. Uh, I literally tried everything. My brother, he's like a paramedic firefighter with like the perfect of the perfect credit. So I tried bringing him on and using his credit to like get some online business loan. Tried everything in, in the book. Uh, talking to friends of family members and family members of friends and just different things like that. Uh, but yeah, how towards the end of August, heading into the fall, that's just when everything was like, nope, this is not all not going to work and I'm going to have to figure something else out. It's so funny because I think when we all first experienced lockdown, yeah, we were all looking forward to the end of summer. Oh, I can't wait till this all blows <laughs> over in August, you know, <laughs> can't wait till exactly. August or, you know, maybe it'll be a little cold, but I'll be able to go to the lake and swim in <laughs> September yep. with no mask or something yep. like that. And I had another question. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. El- so in Nevada, we have, it's kind of a weird split. Southern Nevada is a very, uh, I'd say like maybe more liberal politically and Northern Nevada, which Elko is a part of is, is maybe more conservative or like you said, mining yep. and cowboyish. So what was the lockdown <laughs> like in Elko? Because I know in Reno, we had a major holdout. Guys would get in caravans with their Trump 2020 flags, <laughs> uh, in their pickup yeah. trucks and the, 
you know, rubber balls dangling from the hitch and stuff like that. Communists were hanging in the streets. Yeah, and they would, like, go around coughing on people instead of wearing masks. <laughs> oh you know what I mean? So what was it like in Elko? Because I know Elko has maybe even a higher percentage of uh, conservative yeah. flair. Yeah, yeah. Elko, man, Elko was an interesting place for a while because if you wore a mask and you did try to follow the quote-unquote rules you are definitely the minority and uh you wow. definitely would hear it from people because elko is very very proud people um yeah. very for their country very for their rights very for their constitution so they'll you know they'll be the first person to help you but if you try to tell a lot of the folks here hey uh you know you got to shut down your business for a while you got to wear a mask you got to do anything uh it's not going to go so well, you're definitely going to have a fight on your hands, and so that uh, even to some extent, that's still how it is today. Um, but it definitely was a lot worse at the beginning of all this. Um, definitely saw just a lot of a lot of people uh, more concerned with their constitutional rights than health and safety. <laughs> that was a that was a common denominator for most of the people here. I think we should spend the next 20 minutes making wild accusations and slander <laughs> people by name. I just think, I think it's the biblical thing to do. I have a list of names there you go. that I plan. <laughs> so, okay. So you're dealing with this. Yeah. You got yep. your wonderful girls, your, your kids, yeah. your, you know, anyone can, you know, get someone pregnant, but not everyone's a good dad. And you, and you are a good dad in my <laughs> mind. You. And you're trying to navigate Thank this. You. When was yeah. the point? when you kind of saw a light at the end of a tunnel, when you started like seeing like, okay, you know, I, I have an answer or a solution or some hope. Like, was there any grand or amazing things that happened that kind of, uh, turned the year around or any big, yeah. you know, magnificent reveals maybe or anything that happened that you want to share or. I think that probably <laughs> came very, Slowly but surely, probably like around October. Okay. Because just the way my relationship with God usually works, whenever he is getting ready to do something in my life, he always just, it's always random. Maybe I'm just waking up. Maybe I'm going on a walk. Maybe I'm driving. But he always just shows up. The spirit shows up. And it's like, hey, Anthony, uh, you uh, get ready for something. Uh, okay, what do I need to get ready for, God? Not, not, don't worry about it. You'll figure it out in a month or two. Just uh, start preparing by doing A, B, C, D, and you'll figure out, uh, I'll show you the rest later. And I'm like, okay, uh, don't know what that means, but I guess I gotta, I gotta listen to that. And that feeling happened, uh, conversation happened again, like the prior on October, when I really felt him saying, hey, Anthony, look, like what, you, what you've been doing in Elko has been great for the last few years, uh, but I want you to start preparing to take what you're doing uh, and expand it outside of Elko, outside of Elko County. I want you to be ready because I want you to reach more people and do things that invite hmm. anybody from anywhere who wants to listen or watch to come in. And check yourself out because yeah, my stuff last year is very Elko centric, very community uh, based. So somebody in North Carolina is not necessarily going to know what's going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, okay, well, what does that mean? Like, what? He's like, just don't 
commit to anything crazy beyond December 2020. You, you have, I did have some, still have some business sponsors and all that. Don't extend your contracts well into next year. Don't commit yourself to anything beyond 2020. And I'm like, okay, I, you're God. I guess I'll have to see what that means. And so slowly I just started praying about that, having conversations with people about what that meant and just chose to obey him. So some of the, the contracts I had with local businesses, I just kind of let them run their course. A lot of them ended uh, last week anyways, which would have been the end of December 2020 okay. uh, or getting ready to end within the next couple of weeks. So I was just like, okay, let's just let those run those course and see what God has. And uh, so that happened in October. Fast forward to December. He started showing me what he meant when he told me to prepare for that. Uh, the first thing I was like, okay, well, I, if I'm going to prepare to do stuff outside of Elko, I still have obligations here locally that I still want to fulfill. And I still love Elko yeah. and I still want to spotlight the community. So what does that look like? God, can I get some help at maybe having a balance between all that work? Yeah. And, uh, he's like, sure. He uh, sent me an, uh, uh, an intern from UNR, your guys' neck of the woods, oh, wow. uh, from their journalism department who heard about what I was doing, who uh, wants to kind of specialize in that human interest stuff. And she's like, hey, can I uh, intern for you starting in January? I'm like, yeah. Do you want nice. to focus on local content? She's like, sure. That's exactly what I love. I'm like, okay, that's pretty cool. Uh, then I got an offer from this local nonprofit. Uh, to come in and kind of replace the woman overseeing that. But it was like a part-time thing. Yeah. And uh, it was you know something cool, something I believe in. But it's a part-time thing because uh, she, her husband's getting ready to move to Colorado in a couple of months. So she wanted somebody she could trust to pass the torch on, if you will. Uh, but I was like, yeah, you know, I, I think that's cool. I think that'd be awesome. Uh, it would fit in with what I'm already doing with the kids because I still get to make my own schedule and all that. But it's only part time and I still would have to figure out my other stuff. And do I want to overbook myself? So I just kind of was praying about that. Uh, it's like, well, I have full time bills, but mm -hmm. that's a part time job. So like, I don't want to add too much. Uh, so I prayed about that two weeks later. Uh, uh, this YouTuber that my girls watch every single day has like 10 million subscribers, five oh, channels, geez. billion views, all that. Uh, she wanted to bless her followers, her, her watchers or subscribers with like $200 for the Christmas season, like a $200 giveaway. Oh, cool. Because oh, uh, nice. all you had to do to do that was that. Oh, no, just that's cool. That's nice. Someone was actually yeah, being nice. Cool. Yeah, charitable. Yeah. I, I mean, all you had to do was uh, you had to sh like shoot a little video just saying, hi, this is who we are. This is our story and email it to her, her people. And uh, I was like, oh, you know, mostly like this is just something fun to do with the girls, like to say that they get to send uh, her name's Rebecca to send Rebecca a video. That might be something fun. I mean, sure. She was getting thousands of emails. So I didn't really think anything of it. So we shoot this video. Just say, hi, this is who we are. We're the Crosby. This is our story. We sent it to her the next day. I was just going on a walk and I got an email from uh, her people saying, Hey, Anthony, uh, Rebecca saw your video. She really loves you and the girls. Uh, can I give you a call as her assistant? Can I give you a call and just ask you some questions? Yeah. And I was like, oh, sure. That's pretty cool. 
So she calls me, just asks me some questions. She's like, okay, well, this all seems good. Like, would you, uh, well, since you're like a stay at home dad, you work for yourself, your schedule's pretty flexible, right? I'm like, yeah, that's pretty good. So she's like, okay, well, could you get on a Zoom call with Rebecca tomorrow at 11? And I was like, oh, shoot, like, oh, this is like really going down. Okay, sure, why not? And so get the girls, we get them all prepped. But again, in my head, I'm like, okay, like, I know how usually how these videos go. Uh, when somebody like wants to do like a giveaway to like her fans, like it's like a montage thing where like one person gets uh, on, Hey, here's $200. Cut to the next person, cut to the next person. So I was like, all right, at least, you know, we'll get like a couple seconds on screen. That'll be cool. Yeah. Uh, so we get the girls ready. If we get on with the, the zoom call and, uh, as soon as we get on, uh, she like looked at us. She like knew the girls' names, which like blew their minds. Cause again, they watch her like all the time. <laughs> so like to have awesome. her like interact with her, they thought was pretty, them was pretty cool. That is cool. And, uh, then we just started talking and she just starts crying. And it's like, Anthony, like, I just want to say like your video like really touched me because a lot of people are obviously struggling and, having a hard time this year, but in your video, you just seem like very genuine and very positive and all this stuff. And I'm like, what the heck? Like, this is more than like a little two second montage. Like what's going on here? So she's like, so not only do we want to give you obviously the $200, but we want to give you a bunch of other stuff. That was cool. I said, okay, that's sweet. And then at the end, she's like, and then not only that, but we are going to pay for your rent for an entire year. That's when my job what she's like yeah like you know again what i saw from you especially your great dad we want to bless you we're going to pay for your your rent for an entire year how does that sound holy crap like, uh yes please <laughs> so uh she does that and it's all legit i talked to her people over the next couple of days and sure enough a week later a check shows up uh to the house Gosh. but it wasn't just that it was the fact that that video that she did with us uh, she was going to like basically have her people. And if I played it right, I could, you know, use kind of the benefits too, but have a lot of her followers, uh, come check out what I was doing. So I was like, this might be a cool opportunity because we've always as a family been into like YouTube and stuff like that. Yeah. So the, we shot that video with her, um, like the second week of December, but it wasn't coming out till the 26th. So I basically like had two weeks where I like revamped my YouTube channel, kind of rebranded it, kind of got it prepped so that when her video dropped on the 26th and everybody saw and everybody <clears throat> started coming over, uh, it would just be inviting and we'd welcome a lot of them to stay and uh, kind of check out what we were doing. And that's what happened. And that's uh, what's still continuing to happen, I guess, like what, almost two weeks later. Uh, every single day, getting more and more people checking out our, our family's YouTube page and subscribing. And uh, that's been wild. And sometimes I forget about the rent thing. Like I'm talking about like, oh, it's really cool. All these people are checking out our YouTube channel. And people are like, yeah, but she paid for your rent for a year. That's <laughs> kind of a big deal. Like, oh, yeah, I, I forgot about that. Uh, so anyways, then what had happened a couple days ago, I was able to sit down. And I was able to, with everything I just shared, go over all of my bills and stuff like that and actually sat down and ran the numbers. And I was like, oh my gosh, like now that I don't have to pay rent, if I took that job with that nonprofit, that 
job and what they pay essentially covers the rest of my bill. Wow. So if I did that, then I full time could spend working on and continuing to grow the YouTube channel. Uh, My bills would be covered by taking that nonprofit job, which allows me to be home with the girls every single day, make my own schedule, all that basically do what I need to do. I have my intern from UNR who's still going to keep local stuff going. So all the concerns I had back in October and November, God was like, okay, you're worried about your bills. This YouTuber's paying your rent. You're worried about help. Here's this intern. You're worried about your other finances. Well, here's this job that'll take care of all your other bills and let you do what you want. That's awesome. It's been a poster. (laughs) It's been crazy. He's like, yeah, yeah, I told you. I told you to start preparing for, for bigger things come 2021. Aren't you glad you listened to me? Is, and I was like, yeah, I'm it, definitely glad I listened. Now, <laughs> is her name, I'm probably saying it wrong, Rebecca Zamalo? Zamalo, yes. I say? Yeah, you know, that's right. Yeah, Rebecca Zamalo is the name of the YouTuber, yeah. Jeez, yeah, and she has 10 million subscribers. Dude, I'm going to be honest, <laughs> man. Like, I had someone give me a check for 100 bucks once, um, <laughs> and I spent... And I was just so pumped because I was like, yes, I can keep having sushi. But like when I saw that yeah. video, man, because at first yeah. I thought I, I go, oh, I must have read that wrong because I'm seeing you on yep. YouTube on this channel. I'm seeing this yep. stuff. I I think I had heard of her because of my kids. And I'm like, sure, that's sure. freaking Anthony. I'm reading your story. I'm going, what? Because like, yeah, I get it, dude. Like you're super pumped on everything yep. else. Yep. But I kind of agree with yep. everyone. I go. Wait, yep. this happened oh, in the midst of for a year. <laughs> this is getting paid, and even um, yeah. even your channel. Let me see, because I yeah, I had. I'm trying to have all my friends uh, subscribe to it too. Uh, so oh, cool! Thanks. Anthony around town. Let me pull it up. Yep. It's got a little A symbol on there. I'm subscribed to it, um, dude. Just even your channel. I'm seeing you're putting out content. You're putting out videos. Um, I saw that yep. the Rebecca one. With you had, let me make sure this is right, 10,000 views it shows Whoa. currently. So, yeah, it just crossed the 10,000 mark uh, <laughs> yesterday, I think. Whoa, <laughs> that's awesome. Oh, yeah, can I ask and the you? other videos, because like those other views I put up, I just put those up recently, and those are going to be more. And so, uh, yeah, like usually when I put up a video before, I'd get like 20, 30 views. And the other ones, they're like in the hundreds, I think, or at least close to it. But, uh, yeah, it's just more and more people just keep checking it out. And that's just, uh, been super cool. So basically what I've been just praying about is like you basically using this year that God has mm-hmm. given me, uh, to kind of just steward it and take this once in a lifetime opportunity where I don't have to worry about rent. I don't have to worry about a lot of other stuff and just go full head on and to, to kind of build. Cause basically what I've been talking to a lot about my kids about is, and, you know, maybe we won't have 10 million subscribers like Rebecca one day, but like we want to get to a place where we're able to bless somebody uh, the same way that she blessed us. Because I, I, I mean, I know she saw the video I put out about her and she's super thankful, but I don't know how much if she knows how much exactly like that's like life changing because it allows me to do a lot of things and allows me to serve my kids in a lot of different ways and just that feeling of just awe, especially after this year and all those other things I showed, shared with you guys about what happened earlier this year, where finally after a thousand no's, somebody saying yes 
like we're going to help you in a big, big way. Uh, it's just amazing. And so like we want to get to a point where we're able to turn around and, and do that. And it's particularly for me, my heart is really big on a single parent household. Because I have a lot of people in my life who are just in that uh, reality. And I know how tough things can be uh, practically and emotionally and mentally. So I just want to get to a place really to where I can uh, just serve a lot of people who are hurting uh, specifically in those type of households and, and kind of give back. So that's our ultimate goal with it. It's not really to become famous or to whatever. It's just we want to take the love that was given to us and we want to pass that along. Like that's uh, honestly our, our, our main goal for all of this. Did, now, did you get on The Bachelor 2021 or no? <laughs> no, I'm still waiting for the phone call on that. Because <laughs> I yes, saw, yeah, I see uh, the video. <laughs> I love these. <laughs> I love these videos. So there's one single dad goes to jail oh, for gosh. leaving toilet seat up. Um, yeah, that was my girl. Let idea. me see. And then, <laughs> Single dad applies for Bachelor 2021, and you're yep. kind of flashing the uh, let me see <laughs> the collar of your the jacket looks dope. <laughs> I just want to say yeah, I like um, your leather jacket. I never really liked the Bachelor Bachelorette, but if Anthony was on there, oh, yeah? I'd actually watch, watch the it. season just to see what train wrecks Whoa! show up, <laughs> just to be like, oh, so Anthony gosh, has to yes. choose from these um, twenty interesting women who all want to date the same guy at the same time. Just, I, I would totally Wait, were you, were you attempted to be the bachelor or be a bachelor for the bachelorette? Oh, see, which that's one a good is distinction. it? I think, I think I'd have to, how the rules are, I'd have to start on the bachelorette. And then if is you're that how it good works? enough, you get chosen to be the bitch, but which is fine with me. Cause like, uh, I, I would just love to go. I've always liked, that show for so many because everybody has their little guilty pleasure trash <laughs> thing i think my and wife loves my, like it, literally yeah. as soon as i get done with this podcast i'm gonna hop on and and watch watch it and then i always call my sister and we kind of track talk trash about all the people it's a lot of fun <laughs> but yeah maybe okay. but small that, town I hunk clips on the bachelor yeah, <laughs> yeah. can can i <laughs> ask you clip that yeah. You, uh, uh, oh, sorry. I'm going in totally wrong direction here, but, um, no, you're fine. you said, uh, you said like overnight you revamped your YouTube channel, um, yeah. to make it have, uh, something that was, would be more effective for, yep. um, the potential new viewers. What was the difference before <laughs> and after you revamped it? Like, what did it look like before and what did it look like yeah. after? So if you scroll through it, it wasn't really that long. There's probably like eight or nine <laughs> new videos on there now. All but right. if you go back, you'll see like the videos before were basically me showing up to like a local Elko business or okay. with a local Elko person and spotlighting that place. And it was just, you know, mostly meant for the Elko community to get to know their neighbors and all that sort of good stuff. And that worked. And we're still going to continue to do that. Uh, on my main website, anthonyaroundtown.com, especially now that I have my uh, intern. But uh, it's, it's just very, you know, Elko. So I realized that, like, hey, like a lot of these people that Rebecca is going to funnel over, they're not going to be from Elko. So they're not going to understand, like, oh, who's this coffee shop owner? I don't know that person. So I chose to obviously still uh, keep the name because I already had that established and all yeah. that. But yeah. Yeah, do a little rebranding. So it was more of like, hey, this is my story as a single dad raising kids in this town. 
hope you guys want to check it out type thing. Nice. I, I'm interested in this Smashers Cafe in Carlin, oh, that place Nevada. Food <laughs> vlog and Carlin. There, Can anything good come out of Carlin? Dude, these some of these videos are just gold. Like he's got Bob Ross <laughs> picture in one. He's got food. Oh yeah, I forgot I did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, this is yeah. Yeah. It, it's oh fun. man. I heard uh, that you know that Old Town Road. I heard that was written about Elko. Yeah, yeah. Is that accurate? Is that real? It's real? <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure. I, oh, I was going to be like, oh, that's a fact. <laughs> it, if yeah. it wasn't true before, we're going to state it. I'm just saying, man. I want to. I 100 want to get behind this, like, because I was. I'm even going to post wow. some links. So Anthony around town. Cool. I just here. Here's mm-hmm. why I like it, man. Like I liked your other stuff because I was kind of following your stuff. Um, Cause from, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. from Reno, yeah, I don't see you a lot, so I'd kind of like, okay, I'll, I'll kind of check up on this way and see what he's <laughs> up to. Dude, this is stuff sure. that um, my boys have only seen a few of your videos, but I, I'm going to tell you guys, oh. like, whether you're an adult yeah. or a kid, your your content's good, man. It's stuff where I'm like, man, oh. my kids can watch Thank it, you. and it's not weird stuff. It's not weird, creepy <laughs> challenges. And dude, your family is freaking like adorable. Seriously, like gorgeous. But ah, uh, thank you, man. Like, yeah, seriously, that means a lot because I, you know, it takes a lot of work to do uh, a lot of that stuff, especially like keep it the quality that I want. But yeah. I'm just a big, I'm big into stories. Like that's why I started Anthony around town, Elko three years ago because I just wanted to know people's stories. And I'm big now, like on sharing my story with the world because I just realized like a lot of people might be able to relate to it or yeah. uh, get to learn from it. So it's just that's what it's all about. It's all about trying to tell good stories. Is because I wanted to ask you this, and I, I want to make sure we're doing justice. So there's Anthony around town, the YouTube channel. Is there yeah. a website or anything else or a merch link or anything like that? Or what else is there? Not yet. No, that'll probably be down the road. But no, the biggest thing uh, that I would just ask people is just, yeah, check out the YouTube channel. Maybe subscribe to it because the the more that continues to snowball, the more uh, I'm able to just really just do and the more doors that are going to open. I mean, obviously, the last couple of weeks, they have more than I could ever imagine. But yeah, I just encourage people to check it out and uh, at least maybe watch the channel trailer and kind of see if that sounds interesting. And if so, we'd love to have you go on the journey with us. Man, I, yeah, I'm going to put some stuff. I don't know if you know this, Anthony, but I have followers in the hundreds, (laughs) hundreds. Whoa. Yes, that's right. I have, and not just my mom or my relatives in the (laughs) Netherlands who leave interesting comments that I can't even translate, but no, it's, it's just a good page, man. Cause there's some videos like I watch with my kids that are cool. And then there's other yeah. stuff. I have to look over their shoulder. I go, what is this? What is this? It's such a weird, creepy yeah. channel or there's like chungus yep. and different weird stuff on there. But this is a channel that I actually like. So what's all right. This is sometimes I going to ask. So sure. we looked at 2020, you have this whole journey what does yep. 2021 look like or what do you hope it looks like? What's your journey kind of ahead now? So my journey ahead is just uh continue. Well, honestly, it's to use this year to the best of my ability to continue to grow the, especially, especially like with the YouTube channel, but like grow the calling that God 
spoke to me back in October when he's like, hey, get ready. I want you to step out of your box. I want you to expand. I want you to get ready to share your story with the world. Uh, I especially feel like this year, with a lot of my finances basically cut in half for a year, uh, this is my chance to step into an opportunity where I can just fully focus on that, where I am su- feel super blessed because I know a lot of people would have the desire to go full-time and devote work to their YouTube channel and attention to that or to something creative that they want to do. But the realities of life, especially being an adult, is you know still have bills to pay, still have responsibilities, still have sometimes a nine-to-five, so it just doesn't work out. So for God to be like, nope, I'm going to give you a whole year to where you don't really have to worry about that. You just focus and you work hard and you do the best that you can. Uh, that's just what I'm going to be doing every single day. And uh, But I do love it. I, I really do love it. And I really do uh, respect and uh, I'm super thankful for the opportunity that I have. I don't take it lightly. I don't be like, oh yeah, cool. My rent's paid. Now I can go do whatever I want. Like New Year's, I didn't go out for New Year's. I stayed in and edited a video that I wanted to get out by the next day, just because I really do understand that for a lot of people, uh, they're still they're still hurting. They're still maybe even wishing that something like this would happen to them. So I don't take it lightly. I don't uh, take it as like a joke. I definitely want to steward this to the best of my ability. So that's, again, every single day, that's what I'm going to be uh, looking to do. Jim. Yeah. That's awesome. It, see, and you know, it's so funny. So I spent <laughs> 2020 mainly breaking down and punching walls because I thought, what would Jesus do? Ooh, I go. decided that <laughs> he would totally <laughs> – no, so I mainly spent 2020 like – Therapy, writing, meeting with Sean and having whiskey, scrolling through Facebook, beating Zelda. And you now are building. Oh, yeah. You now are like building this up. And I've said this to people before. It's so good to see good people like succeeding because like I don't like humans in general. But when I see people (laughs) I really enjoy actually succeeding and doing well, it's so good because like you were faithful in it. You waited. And mm. now you're getting to see the fruit of that. And it's like, seriously, mm. man, it's so good to see. Cause it's like, I, I don't know. In my mind, it's like, why wouldn't you be happy when friends succeed or people you care about? Like, when, like, don't you want That's them it. to win? So it's like, I don't know. It kind of motivates yeah. me where like, I wasn't going to write a book <laughs> until Sean inspired me. And what if, well, there you go. What if there's some girl at home who's thinking about doing this and is like, no, I could never do that. And then mm. she watches you. And goes, man, maybe hmm, wow. it is possible. Maybe with that effort, I can do that. Maybe with, you know, working even in my small town, I can do something. And who knows if like 10 years later, they're like, who inspired you? She's like, well, I was watching Anthony around town. And that led me to <laughs> wow. it. And like, how cool would that be if oh she goes, yeah, have you heard of him? Like, that was the guy who got me into this. So I'm thinking 10 years down the road, wow. how many people you're going to inspire, Jeez. man. So I'm pumped for you. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah especially single parents, like, man. Just, yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Seriously. That just kind of gave me chills. Like, yeah, that's the goal. And if, if, if it's all even for like one person, like the girl you just described 10 years from now, then it'll definitely be worth it. So, but I do appreciate it. Yeah. That's like, that's what it's all about. And the money. I want you to be rich. I want you to sell out (laughs) as quickly as possible. I've told people this. 
I don't like literature. I plan to sell out the moment it's on the table. There you go. Like they could tell me, hey, we're going to make a movie about your book, but they're all aliens now. And it's not – I'd be like, dude, you give me that bread. I will sell out so fast. Yeah, I don't know if we ever told this story, but – about I'll, selling out really sure. quickly. We, Seth and I were in a band when we were like 14, 15, 16. Yeah. And we played this show okay. at a church and there was a guy there who was, uh, associated with Sony's independent, uh, it was some oh. sister company or something yeah, like that. Something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. And he, he came to us after the show and he said, I want to talk to you. And he talked to us. He said, he said, Hey, hey. we, we are willing to offer you guys a record deal right now. And it would, oh. it would result in us cutting a check to you guys and recording all of this stuff professionally. I think I was high at the time. I'm not sure. Yeah. It was bad. It was a bad time for all of us. <laughs> yes. And we got together. We had a band. Whoa. It was like a bunch of punk kids and one metal, yeah. metalhead guy, Jesse Phipps. And we got together and the majority ruled all the punk kids said, Sony's just too big. <laughs> Sony's just too mainstream. Oh. And we're going to have to pass on this. And Jesse Phipps, the metal guy, was like, are you guys serious? Are you idiots? Like, yeah. you, you morons. We finally have the chance. He goes, you have the freedom to do it. And we go, no, man, we're just not that corporate. We don't sell out like that. Oh, my And that God. was the biggest mistake we have ever made. So the the wow. honest, honest to God, like, uh, <laughs> advice is sell out as quickly so as you can. So fast. Like, if you're wow. out there, people, if you're out there and you want to adapt my book, you don't even need my main character. You could make it about little women. I don't care. I will sell out so fast. <laughs> Just I offer some money. Bread. I want stay-at-home right. writing, playing Final Fantasy and Zelda. Go. That's all I want to do. Anthony, so we, this is, it's been a long time coming and, and it's been a long time since we've done this, but we're kind of called Tales from the Ditch because we discuss every now and then tales from the Mm -hmm. ditch, which is kind of like our childhood play area. By where we grew up. Yeah. Cancerous ditch that we shouldn't have been swimming in. Yeah. Awful place. (laughs) So do you have any tales from the ditch, whether they're in Elko or elsewhere? Reno, growing up, just what's something? Do you have any crazy or just kind of fun stories from growing up? You know, it can be a bottle rocket story, anything like we have stuff where we <laughs> threw eggs at uh, the Westboro Baptist people. Oh, that, that was, was a story. Oh, um, is there anything growing up? Because I know you hung out with some interesting people. The you know, yeah, you knew the Harley stuff. Do you have any, even if it's just a fun loving story from growing up? Because we usually like to like end on a good note before I, you know, get depressed. Yeah. <laughs> I think. Growing up in Reno, I like you said, I was kind of in that scene. My brothers had like a metal band, whatever you want to call it. They we were going to shows all the time. And we were, it was just all of that heavy stuff and tattoos and skateboarding around. Really piercings. I had like four or five piercings in Reno growing up. Like God just Lord. really, really into it. And I especially remember when I first started getting into tattoos. Uh, I was you know probably late teens. And, uh, working at the mall in Reno, didn't have a whole lot of money, but I was like, I gotta, I still gotta find a way to get my tattoo. Was it Meadowood? And my brother, was that? Was it Meadowood Mall? Yep. I was, uh, I worked at the Macy's 
in that mall. I was yes. the, the men's underwear specialist. Wow. Nice. <laughs> Muy caliente. All right. <laughs> My <goodness>. Okay. <laughs> Too hot for so, podcasts. Yeah, I, I went. I went and sold men's underwear during the day, and then at night I went downtown to mosh pits and you know all that sort of fun stuff. But yeah, I was just like, I got to get some tattoos. And my brother, he knew this random guy who just happened to do tattoos, but he wasn't out of a shop. He probably wasn't even really legit. Oh, he would do like a sold for like sixty bucks or something. Uh, so he hooks me up. It's like downtown somewhere, and <laughs> it's not again not a shop. It's in some random upstairs room of some place. Absolutely, that's and how it goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys know exactly. So he's like, "All right, so I'll do what you need to do, but you need to go up to the CVS and you need to get the disinfectant and get all this stuff." <laughs> I'm like, you don't have that here. Like you're supposed to be a quote unquote tattoo artist. You don't even have anything to wipe down your stuff with. No, man, you got to go get that. And then once you get back, we'll start. But again, early, you know, late teens, early twenties, like, all right, sure. Whatever you say, I'll be right back. (laughs) So I went out to CVS and I was driving a junky car, horrible car, barely ran. And, uh, but I got to CVS. I was driving back up the road, got to a stoplight. And the car just stalled and wouldn't, it wouldn't even make the turn through the light. And I'm like, oh man, what's going on? And people are honking and swerving. And I was like, oh, I got to call a tow truck to get this thing home. And so I call the guy and I'm like, Hey man, I can't get, make it back for the tattoo. My car just gave out. I need to get it out of here. And he just started like cussing and chewing me out and calling me every name. <laughs> I'm like, whoa. He's like, oh, you know, and I was like a, Tattoo, tattoo. I think was has something to do with uh, a, a Bible verse or something like that. And he was just like, "Oh, you Christians are the same and f it." Blah, blah. And I'm like, "Jeez, man, calm down." Like you literally, I'm right down the road. If you walk outside, I'll wave to you. You can see my car stuck in the middle of the road. I'm not making <laughs> this up. Yeah. And uh, so he hung up. He was mad. I got the car home, whatever. But it's really no years. A couple years later, after <laughs> had time to mature and think back i'm like you know what i'm very very glad i didn't get that tattoo from that sketchy guy in the random room of some place downtown because god knows what that number one what it would even look like and if my arm (laughs) would have not been infected or anything like that but you know that's just kind of the the downtown (laughs) yeah (laughs) i've gone tattoos in three different living rooms i remember I was living in this one house with a collection of gentlemen who had all been jumped into the same group as me. And I would come home, turn on the TV. I look in the kitchen and there's a table and some guy's just getting tattooed. And that was normal. And I remember, dude, something like that, dude, it was a golf course house. Yeah. Well, cause yeah, it was like divot. That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I shouldn't have said that. Anyway. uh, Yeah. Cause I, I did some damage there. Um, so uh, my friend Celos, I remember, was tattooing there. A guy who just won Ink Master was tattooing yeah. there. I Ooh. remember one of our friends got a tattoo for yeah. a chicken sandwich there. He said, I will give you a chicken sandwich. <laughs> and I remember sitting wow. on a chair while a guy tattooed my back. And I was in a living room and they're all watching like Dexter or something. And I remember getting tattooed. Yeah. I go, is this normal? Like, what's my life getting tattooed in a living room? And it was like, cool. It looks like the Raiders symbol on my back, but like, 
Oh, it. I will say this, Anthony, a hundred percent. Yes, it was good. That never yeah. happened to you. It's happened yeah. to me four times, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> uh, all of them turned out interesting. Yep. We'll say that. Yeah, but, exactly. Oh my gosh. Do you want? No, we shouldn't say the guy's name who was going to tattoo him. Should we? Uh, You're why curious. Not? Though. Yeah, we can. We can bleep it out. Yeah, that's right. Tell tell us the tell us his name. Who is going to tattoo you? Oh, the guy I couldn't even remember. I if I would if I can remember, I, if I don't. I think we know. I'm going to say probably does. Oh, dude, I he probably did. Really? My, oh. He probably did my chest or back. Or he something. did your back, I think. <laughs> dude, I just it is so interesting. Yeah, tattoos in living rooms where you're like, no, <laughs> yeah. man, it's cool. Like, go buy some of this, and and then when I actually went to a studio yep. and sat down, I'm like, oh, it's supposed to be clean. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I was like, you're not oh, supposed, you're supposed to, to scar. Gloves. Yeah, you're not supposed to scar my flesh where it's bleeding terribly. But you know, awesome. I have a I have a tale tales from Elko. Yeah. Oh, actually. do you? Oh, okay. oh, I have a tale from a ditch near Elko, and also going through Elko. <laughs> okay. Um. So this one time, my friend was getting married, and he lived in Montana, in Helena, Montana, mm-hmm. which Helena, is really far Montana. away. Helena, hella far. Away. Salt of the <laughs> earth. And uh, I couldn't afford plane tickets or anything, so me and my other friend from Reno wanted to go up there, so we rented a car because I can always get good deals on renting cars, and we ended up paying like $32 for the whole He fakes a seizure, trip. and then he gets a car. It's, it's <laughs> no. a pretty cool way. But. No, it's good. I just get the cheap car. I get the Fiat, and they never have a Fiat to give me. But anyways, they, we ended up in a really small car, and we were driving down the highway as fast as we could go, and we had to go through Elko. Um, yep. And head north through Twin Falls, Idaho, and all this stuff. Okay. And we, we ended up going through Yellowstone and making a trip out of it, but we drove, you know, basically 18 hours a day, oh, two days. That um, raises my blood pressure. But too. on the way, we decided we didn't have money for wedding gifts. So we said, we'll, we'll give this couple an experience instead of a gift. <laughs> I remember this. <laughs> and so we, on the way to Helena, we we created a scavenger hunt for the couple to eventually follow, which we assumed they would never do, all the way back to <laughs> Reno. And so we were looking for all of these places to do stuff. We ended up in this – it's like a ghost town called Metropolis, I think. No joke. It's called Metropolis. Excellent. And Whoa. it's it's right outside of Wells. So it's like – Gorgeous. It's like a little okay. bit past you guys. And um, – and there was like hmm. literally there was like a school that was made out of rocks that was broken down and surrounding the mm-hmm. school there was snake pits literally deep Whoa. like 14 foot pits full of snakes i'm not even kidding oh my god just in the middle of scary nevada <laughs> and so we had hiked there and there was this uh it's called 12 mile hot spring nearby so we would hike to that mm-hmm. hot spring and that and when in the hot spring, the hot spring is literally like the side of a little creek, kind of a ditch, hence the tails from the ditch. Anyways, Ooh. I ruined my shoes and they were the only shoes I had. And I was going to this wedding. Um, and I, and my shoes were full of those like, uh, cheat grass foxtails and stuff like that. And basically mm-hmm. it looked like I was wearing like, these fuzzy slippers, basically they were just chock full of these things. And I was trying to pull them out and I couldn't. And then I tried to like burn it off because that's, you know, <laughs> what you do with cheat grass. You think it'll burn off, but it didn't. So I was like, dang it. So we get to Elko 
And I'm like, mm-hmm. Elko's got a Walmart. We'll go to Walmart and get some shoes. Shoes are cheap at Walmart. And me and this guy have been sitting in this tiny car with no AC in the summer and just sweating. And we just came from a hot spring. So we smell like sulfur. And we went on this, this hike in the middle of this, uh, deserted area. And, um, and we were, we were a little rank, but you know, mm-hmm. we, the idea was we were going to wash in a river right by Helena so that we would be clean because we weren't paying for hotels. You know how that is. Anyways. Um, yeah. So we, I go into this Walmart and I go and find some shoes and I go to check out the Walmart and Elko. And there's these guys behind me, just like these, like corn fed, Farmer boys, plaid shirt tucked in, mm-hmm. like no joke. <laughs> I'm six two. I weigh two sixty, and these guys were monstrous above me. Jeez. And I was, just, mm-hmm. and they were, and just this guy in the front just had this big bottom lip full of chew, and he was just like looking down at me and judging me and slowly chewing whatever was in his mouth. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and these guys had cow crap all over their cowboy boots and like halfway up their knees like i don't know what their job was but apparently they were knee deep in cow crap all day and they were just standing there silently judging me slow chewing kind of like how a cow chews and the guy finally looks to me he taps on my shoulder and i turn around and i'm like oh my gosh i'm gonna get in a fight with these guys and he says city boy you smell (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and i was like oh i was like sorry man i was oh like i've been gosh. in a car but i was like i don't have cow poop on me i don't know how i'm the one who smells and then i realized <laughs> i wasn't even good enough to be in the elko walmart wow that's saying something because i've seen and smelled lots of different things at that walmart so that's interesting <laughs> sean raises the standard he really I do. He tries I really, to i, try I to, guess so how, how do we, so Sean, how do we want to end it? Do we want to end it with a question or how do you want to end this podcast? We're, we're close to that time. So how do we you should want end it with a question? I think the normal mm-hmm. question. Yeah. You want to ask it? Anthony, um, I want you to know I'll still be your friend after this question. <laughs> so oh, here we and, go. And it's okay. It's, I, I mean, I have friends who are atheist, agnostic, communist, yeah. Republican, Democrat. Pie or cake, yep. Anthony? Pie or cake? Pie or cake? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I get, well <laughs> <laughs> here we go. What do you what do you constitute what are you constituting as a cake? So is cheesecake a cake? Is, Do we cheesecake's cake? a cake? That's what I was gonna add. That's what I was going with that. It's cheesecake cake. Because I'll say this, Sean, it's you may not cake. know this about me. I love cheesecake. It's got cake in the title. Even though my answer would be pie, but I okay. love cheesecake. Okay. You could See, argue. That's what I've, I've heard. You could argue that cheesecake is more pie-like than cake-like, but it has cake yeah. in the title. But it's not. I'll say it this: cake in the, title. the Constitution <laughs> is not just fluffy bread, a hundred percent. It's more cream, uh, more it's uh, more gelatinous, different. I'm just saying. I'm just saying because when you think of a fluffy cake by itself, hundred percent, you could have a cake with nothing sure. on top, and they go, "Oh, this is a cake, and it's just bread." I understand, but you are That's saying true. you're committing to say, maybe I'm assuming Anthony that you're committing to say that you would like a cheesecake more than 
a hot apple pie or a recently cooked cherry pie with that filling or I cream. Would. I hate to say that, but I a would. chocolate cream pie, even dude. Yeah, I agree with Seth. I would too. Yes, if I like, I could love a good apple pie. But whatever category you're going to put cheesecake in, that's whatever category. Because some people say, same thing, it's a pie. <laughs> some people just say, well, it's cake and they Some people say it's a tart. It's, uh, yeah. I guess, yeah, like a tart or a, uh, what is the other thing? Like a garbage? Custard. Well, it's not a custard. <laughs> Sean, but, all right. So what? I'll, yeah, I'll <laughs> go with cake because if cheesecake's in the cake category, I would, I, I would go with, uh, I'd go with the cake. What if, okay. But I, yeah, go ahead. No, go ahead. I, if it swings. Okay, so here's my thing. I would rather have cheesecake above everything else. So if that's in the cake category, I'm going cake. But my second option is I'd rather have pie over the next type of cake that I would want. That makes sense. Like okay. I'd rather have apple pie than a piece of chocolate cake. I'd rather have a nice blueberry pie over a piece of red velvet cake so like it sways but that's just how much i love cheesecake is i'll pick a whole category if that means i get cheesecake we can all agree though <laughs> that your average pie is better than your average cake when it comes to like a slice of yes, chocolate I do cake. Agree with that. Yes. here <laughs> here's why i say it sean i'm not sh- i i hope you're not surprised how you many know, birthdays did you go to where i had cheesecake like i know Cheesecake is probably the only cake I love mm-hmm. where my mom would mm-hmm. make it just right with cherries, different stuff. But if we take that out of the equation and someone says you okay. can have a strawberry rhubarb pie from the south, you can have a yeah. cherry pie. I'll take that over. Hey, it's a bun cake. Yeah. Like yeah. think of it. Sponge cake yeah. with nothing Great. on top that goes just bread. I go, well, then just get bread. I'll just. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I yeah, feel like I betrayed I, Sean. He I looks so that. disappointed. I just, right I now. really don't like cheesecake. And I'll say that I'll, oh, I know that that know. actually separates things between me. I think that cheese and cake should be. And I'm even a separate. pie person. I'm even like a pie it's versus weird. cake it's person. It's weird. What about, all right, what if we did this? I thought you were going to ask the other question. Okay. What, what one? Uh, the, the, What's the other question? I'm going to ask the other question what? because I, I we, okay, we adopted I'm a new question. Now. Have you forgotten everything? Okay. I've forgotten everything. What's the other question? <laughs> what is, and this is why I thought you were saying, don't judge me. Um, okay. What is the best physical altercation you've ever been in? Oh. And best is determined by you. Whether you were the victor best or you were not, physical. or it was the most brutal. What is the What's most the best? impressive? <laughs> I this fight you've ever been in. I'll just give you one since it's, but maybe it's recent recency bias. I'll just tell you something that happened today. So oh, one of my daughters, <laughs> Anthony's been throwing the hands today. Jeez. <laughs> one of my daughters, she was taking a bath. The other one was just on the couch doing something. And out of nowhere, she, uh, my four year old daughter, she's like, Hey dad, come here. And so I walk over. Usually when she says that, she jumps in my arms and wants me to carry her around. So like, she's like, all right, stand right there. I'm like, okay. I put my arms out because I think she's going to jump. She takes her leg up and kicks me right in the nut. <laughs> and I fall to the floor. And at first I'm like, wah! And then I just start laughing because she's four. And I'm like, how in the world? 
did you even, where'd you even get that? And in her head, she doesn't understand the pain that I'm going through right now. Of She's course. like, I'm just going to no kick my dad right here. And so I just start busting up laughing and I look up and she's laughing and I'm like, okay. As I'm like high pitched, like, okay, well, that was funny, but please don't ever do that again. Dude. Oh so I'm gosh. going with that because that just happened today and I'm still laughing about that. I, That's pretty Never good. in a million years I think I'd take that type of a beat. But the thing is, I'm scared because she now knows the power that she has. Oh, yeah. That's like, true. All I have to do is do that and I can take my dad down to the ground. I'm I'm running this house now. I'm in charge. I'm, so now I'm afraid the power is going to go to her head. And she's going to wake up a tyrant tomorrow. Heavy lies the like, crowd. You don't want to do what I did last night. You better get me some ice cream. I, to be clear to our fans, just to be clear, I'm still pro pie over cake. <laughs> our fans, I want to lose subscribers. I'm still pro pie, but I'm just saying cheesecake has a place in my heart. Secondly, Maverick, my <laughs> oldest son actually almost broke yeah. my arm a few months ago and Whoa. I flipped. I was so ready. I was like, oh, I raised God. my voice a little cause we were playing and his <laughs> little brothers there too. So I was pretending like, Oh, they had knocked me out. So I laid down on my belly. Mm -hmm. My arm is yeah. straightened out. Oh no. Extended. Yeah. He jumped off a couch oh, and landed on my elbow and almost oh. broke my arm. And I go, what are you doing? And he just, I see like his face goes paler than usual. Like, oh, and oh, it's yeah. seriously, you had some control. I was ready to be like, you are about to go into the foster system. Like <laughs> you are, I am just, it's seriously the pain. Cause he weighs, yep. uh, enough. It doesn't take 60 much. something pounds. And when mm. he landed, and his little brother's oh. sad because he hasn't heard me raise my voice. And he was like, oh, my yeah. gosh. And yeah. I said, ha -ha, okay, dad, kind of lost it for a second. Okay. <laughs> We're all okay. <laughs> but, dude, getting kicked in the biscuits, you know, the scientific term. Ooh. Dude, how are you yeah, still – How are you still not snapping at that point? Because I – dude – I to quote Bill Burr, I idle at 75 <laughs> miles per hour. Yeah. Dude, how did you not? Oh my gosh! Oh. Oh. I, I thankfully, like I said, the the hilariousness of it quickly just hit me to where like I was able to laugh, basically laugh through the pain. I was obviously in a lot of pain, <laughs> oh but gosh. I was like, she has what she just did, and that's kind of funny. And then I asked her like, where did you? Where did you see that? She's like, oh, I saw it in a video before. I, I just wanted to try it. And so, but no, I just had to, had to laugh through the pain and I just lay it on the floor. It just, ah, dude, she took me down, man. It do was you, not fun. She took me down. Probably won't be last time, but she took me down. Sean, do you want me to close us out or what do you want? Do you want to close out? Yeah, let's, uh, I'll, I'll start it and you want to finish it? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Um, so, First of all, thank you, Anthony, for Absolutely. being yeah. here. It's been great to hear your story. I'm so glad things are going well. And thank you. I'm excited to hear for what happens in the future. And I'll just say, like, um, uh, everybody go subscribe to Anthony Around Town. And you'll have the opportunity to see what he's doing in the future as well. But also, um, for all six or seven listeners of you... Um, 
the, like the, I think the important thing is like, this is a real person with a, like, it's not just a personality that you hear. It's like a real person, like all of our guests. So it's like, what a good opportunity for you to actually see this person in the flesh on YouTube compared to just listening on the podcast one time. You know what I mean? So I would encourage you to go do that. And also, um, yeah, hopefully we can have you back and see what 2020 did bring at the end of it or something like that. Yes. It'd be cool to see kind of yeah, uh, what yeah. did happen. Yeah, I would love that. Whenever you guys are down, I would love to come back and hang out with you guys. It's always a good time talking to my man, Seth, and uh, it's been nice talking to you, Sean. So whenever you guys are good for it, I'll be back. Sweet. Absolutely. So Anthony around town, Anthony Crosby. Uh, that's a YouTube channel mm-hmm. is Anthony around town. It's a good thing. Give it a listen. Give it a subscribe. And honestly, like some people, seriously, let's support people in Nevada. Seriously, we're all wrestling through stuff. It's, I'm not yeah. saying we're all going to watch, um, every single video every day, but get to them. They're awesome. Sure. Just give them a subscribe. And here's the thing. I want to list the following people as my enemies. So number one, Newt Gingrich, you know what you did. Number two, no. Um, I'll get that list on later podcast. Follow Anthony. He's a solid dude. It's good to listen to. Um, is there any other social spot to follow? Oh, you? yeah, yeah. So, YouTube, anything else? Is there an IG handle? Is there a tickety talk? Anything else? You on LinkedIn, bro? Yes. Uh, I don't have a LinkedIn set yeah. up for Anthony around town. Yeah, anything. but TikTok, just search Anthony around town. We have TikTok, okay. Instagram. Uh, we'll get it. It's going to change to, to actually, I'll just say this since the time this podcast comes out. Uh, just Anthony around town on Instagram. Uh, same thing there. And then Twitter, uh, just search Anthony around town as well and you'll find it there. Just try to keep it simple. Anthony around town, all the platforms, you should be good to go. Okay. So we're, so once again, if you have complaints about Sean, tales from the ditch at gmail.com. <laughs> Uh, donate money, yeah. beer, or sandwiches to us. Uh, Sean, zip it up. Oh, and buy our books. Zip it up. All right. Oh, yeah. Just for the rich.